Welcome to All Along the Wasatch, a public affairs program produced by Bonneville Salt Lake City. If you would like to submit a request to be on the show, please email mparsons at ksl.com. Now, here's the host of All Along the Wasatch, Mike Parsons. Welcome to the show. Got a couple of guests today from the Utah chapter of the Alzheimer's Association. We have Executive Director Stacy Culp. Hello, Stacy. Hi, Mike. And from Christmas in Color, which is something amazing that's coming to Salt Lake City area, Maddie Saunders. Welcome, Maddie. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Mike. So we had, uh, Stacy. we had you on a couple of months ago from uh, Alzheimer's Association, and you messaged me a few days ago and said, hey, I've got a special guest. Can I come back on? And I said, by all means. So that's why we're here today and, and why both of you are here. Stacy. let's start at the beginning, just kind of lay a foundation here. What is Alzheimer's disease and what is not Alzheimer's disease? I think most people over 50 probably have at least one symptom of Alzheimer's. So if you could kind of let us know <laughs> what, what, what that is, what it is and what it isn't. Sure, I'd be happy to. So Alzheimer's is a form of dementia. So let me take a step back because there is a lot of confusion around that. So dementia is a general term for loss of memory, language, problem solving and other thinking abilities that are severe enough, and that's the key part, that are severe enough to interfere with daily life. So Alzheimer's is the most common form of dementia, and it actually accounts for about 60 to 80% of all cases of dementia. Um, Other forms include Lewy body disease, uh, frontal temporal dementia, mixed dementia, and some others. So there's more than Alzheimer's, but it's definitely the one that's diagnosed the most. And so I think for a lot of people, myself included, you know, when you go and you forget where you put your keys or you forget why you walk into a room, you might have that moment of, oh, my gosh, do I have Alzheimer's? No, <laughs> you don't. Uh, like I said, it's, it's more severe and, you know, when it's interfering with daily life. So I would suggest for anyone that is wondering, you know, if they have concerns or, or what to watch for, we have a great um, education and information on our website, ALZ.org, that talks through 10 warning signs that are most common with Alzheimer's. And so I, I didn't mention that, the website, ALZ.org. And if you want to get to the local page, it's ALZ.org slash Utah. What is the Alzheimer's Association? It was, of course, created to combat this and to fund research. And so what is the Alzheimer's Association and what is, what is its purpose? Yeah, you know, our focus, our mission at the Alzheimer's Association is to lead the way to end Alzheimer's and all other dementia. And we do this by, like you mentioned, um, accelerating research. And it's at a global level that we are funding research. We're driving risk reduction and early detection and also to maximize the quality of care and support. And really, you know, simply put, what do, what do we do? Why are we here? We just have a vision of a world without Alzheimer's and all related dementia. And I think just about anyone has been touched by Alzheimer's. It's common enough that you either have somebody in your family who has had it, or you have a friend who's maybe their parent is suffering from it. It's that common. It's very common. Um, You know, I've had the honor of being at the Alzheimer's Association for just over a year now, and I am amazed at how many people I talk to in the community that are touched by this disease, whether they're a caregiver, they know a caregiver, they know of a loved one that's passed of dementia. It impacts all of us. 
And Maddie, you are the special guest, so thank you for being here, Maddie yeah. Saunders, with Christmas yeah. in Color. So uh, tell me a little bit, uh, the website is christmasincolor.net. Tell everyone what Christmas in Color is. Yeah, you bet. So Christmas in Color is a Christmas light drive through show sync to music, and it's so fun. We have over a million lights that we've got tunnels, we've got dancing and singing characters. It's so fun for the whole family from young to old to experience. And if you go to christmasincolor.net, you'll see that there's a, a local one here in South Jordan. Tell us exactly where that is. Yes, so it's at the USU Bastion Center, which used to be the Equestrian Center. And we actually have one location in Utah. We actually have three in the Denver area and one in Idaho as well. So kind of out here in the West. Okay. And a million lights at each location. Yep. Yep. A million plus. That is, like to say. that is very cool, and, and we'll look forward to going through that with our families, and we'll talk a little bit more about how to do that. But you have a personal connection to Alzheimer's. Tell us uh, that story. Yes, I do. So my grandma Judy um, passed away from Alzheimer's actually in August, and I'm her oldest grandkid. And for the past year and a half before she passed, me and my family actually had the opportunity to live with her in her home. We were the last ones to live with her before she passed. And it was a wonderful, I, I call it my hardest blessing, because mm. there was a lot of hard things that happened and that we went through, but it was also such a blessing for my family to get that experience. You know, my kids, um, they're five and three, and they're some of her oldest great grandkids, so they got to know her at a level that I'm so grateful for the memories that we have. So we lived it. We lived the caregiving bit of it for a little while there. And so as a result of that, now you're you're involved with Christmas in Color. What is your involvement? So I'm on the marketing side. I help coordinate all the marketing efforts that we do. And Christmas in Color is going to partner with the Alzheimer's Association of Utah, which I think is wonderful. Tell us about that. Yes, we are so excited to reach out to us because obviously I have a super strong connection with this, and so does several other team members. Like Stacy said, it's a lot of people are affected by Alzheimer's or touched in some way. So the week of the last week of November, November 26th through December 2nd is like Alzheimer's week. So is what we're calling it. Um, we're, it's also conjunction with like giving Tuesday. So, you know, right after the mm -hmm. holidays, think about giving back and all that. So with the code all ALZ 2023, any ticket that is used with that code um, and as comes that week, we'll get 20% or 20% of each ticket will go to back to the Alzheimer's Association. So we're trying to get people to come that week, support this awesome cause and come and see the show. A really great thing too to do. This is a great opportunity to bring their family members and even those who are touched with Alzheimer's. I know at least with my grandma, experience with my grandma, getting places was tricky. Mm -hmm. She is, she was so slow. <laughs> So cute, but so slow. So I think this would be a great opportunity. Get them in the car, have a memory with them, go through the show, see the lights, experience Christmas, get in the Christmas spirit um, right after Thanksgiving. And it's pretty affordable. I mean, the, the regular price is $35 per vehicle, so you can pack as many Correct. people in there as you want to. And then you've got yeah. a party pack, which I think sounds fun, with some light wands and some 3D or 4, yeah 3D glasses and necklaces uh -huh. and air freshener. And then you can also pay an additional little bit to not have to wait in line. I love that because I, I hate waiting in line. So, <laughs> so this will be the week after Thanksgiving. And and tell us again the code that we need to use. Yes, so it's ALZ 
2023. So Stacy, more about Alzheimer's Association and what we're doing. November is National Family Caregiver Month. And that's, I think, one of the things people forget about is for everyone that's got Alzheimer's, there's at least one person, if not several people trying to help and take care of that person. And that is a huge job. It really is. And I, you know, I love hearing Maddie's experience with her grandmother um, because it was a happy experience. And of course, we would love to hear that for so many caregivers. But the reality is being a caregiver for someone with dementia is a tremendous responsibility and can absolutely take a toll. So National um, Family Caregiver Month, like you said, is November. In fact, Governor Cox just declared in Utah that November is Family Caregiver Month as well. So we have all kinds of support um, to help, you know, show caregivers that they're not alone. Um, We know that more than 11 million people in the United States and primarily their friends and family are serving as unpaid caregivers for those living with Alzheimer's. In Utah, that's about 99,000 individuals that are taking care of their loved ones. Um, And, you know, of the caregivers, about two out of three caregivers are women. And a quarter of dementia caregivers are what we call sandwich generation caregivers. And that means that they're not only caring for an aging parent, but they're also most likely caring for a child. And I mean, that would be Maddie, right? A sandwich generation where she's taking care of her grandmother, but she also has children of her own. Um, and so it's you know important to share this information. Um, we also know that a large majority of people with Alzheimer's, 80%, as a matter of fact, receive care in their homes, like her grandmother. So it can take a physical and psychological toll and impact on family caregivers because of just, it's it's a 24-hour disease, right? Um, we know that caregivers provide almost 30 hours a week of their time, um, that they rate when they're asked, they rate their emotional stress to be very high, um, and which is like a consistent, you know, impact that their bodies are going through. And also the reality of the prevalence of suicide ideation. And that's, mm. you know, thinking about or, or making plans for suicide in dementia caregivers around those that are kind of the average age of 64 is far greater compared to other people their age that are not caring for someone with dementia. So again, takes a toll for sure on both the physical and psychological, but also a financial impact. Mm -hmm. So recent numbers that we ran, we learned that on average, family caregivers spend just over $12,000 on annual out-of-pocket costs, uh, which is not cheap by any means. And then also lastly, on the workplace, you know, the impact that this disease has For those that are caring for their loved ones, over half of employed caregivers recently doing the statistics, we found they had to go and work into work late. They had to leave early. Uh, They had to take time off, you know, due to caregiving demands and that of caregivers, about 33 percent of them went from full time to part time or they had to give up working entirely or had to retire early because of the demands of being a caregiver. Well, recognizing that situation for just one month doesn't seem like enough. But in addition to recognizing family caregivers, what else can we do to help them? You know, it's so important for caregivers to know that they don't have to face this disease alone. And uh, connecting them, you know, with the Alzheimer's Association, 
we have essential resources of just, you know, providing valuable information. Um, Our programs and services are all at no charge. I think, you know, connecting them with support groups, and that can be on a virtual level because for some it's hard to get out of the house, right, or they can't leave their loved one. Um, Or for some it helps for them to, to have that time away. But I would say one of our greatest resources, honestly, is just for the community to share this with any caregivers they they meet, is our free 24-hour, seven-day-a-week helpline. I mean, it is staffed around the clock by highly trained professionals who can answer, you know, any any question in regards to the disease. Um, They can help with crisis situations. They can direct them to resources, you know, in their local community here throughout the state. Um, and throughout the country, honestly, and to just help them better navigate this challenge of being a caregiver for someone with this disease. Now, what is that number? The number is 800-272-3900. And a caregiver wouldn't necessarily have to have a question or a crisis. They could just say, hey, I'm at the end of my rope. Can you listen for a few minutes? Absolutely. They absolutely are there for that. And it's just not a one-time call. You know, they are there all the time for everyone. So I really encourage people to just have that number in their phone so that they can easily share it with someone that they meet that's a caregiver, um, for caregivers to have that number and to always know that we are here. And if you didn't catch that number, if you just go to ALZ.org, it's on every single web page, no matter where you navigate on that web page. We're speaking with Stacy Culp. She is executive director of the Utah chapter of the Alzheimer's Association. And Maddie Saunders, who is with Christmas in Color. The website's ALZ.org for the Alzheimer's Association and ChristmasInColor.net. So November is also National Alzheimer's Disease Awareness Month. What do we need to know about that? Well, you know, our our job is just to continue to educate, right, Mike? There's so much that people don't understand or don't know about Alzheimer's disease. And so it's nice to have a dedicated month, even though we try and do that every day of the year. Um, But it does affect a lot of people. There's over 6 million people in the U.S. that have Alzheimer's, about 34,000 here in Utah. And it's, um, you know, what interests me that I just was shocked when I started working for the association is, I had no idea that it actually kills more people than breast cancer Hmm. and prostate cancer combined. So it is, um, you know, it's a horrific disease. And we're still working our way, of course, to celebrate our first survivor. Um, But it's also a huge cost um, to our medical system. Arguably the biggest medical challenge um, that's facing our country is Alzheimer's disease. I think in 2023, it's projected to cost about $345 billion, with a B, mm. billion dollars uh, to care for people with Alzheimer's in the U.S. So it's, it's a high cost. The other thing that we want to spread awareness to is just the, the challenge of getting a diagnosis and the importance of getting a diagnosis. So about half of people living with, di- um, with Alzheimer's are only half of them get diagnosed. Oh, okay. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of room to work there, right? Yeah. Um, of making sure people are asking questions with their physicians and getting a proper diagnosis, because a lot of people might not know that what they have may be dementia, or it just might be another medical, you know, um, condition that can mimic the symptoms mm. of Alzheimer's. And, and some of those would be uh, depression, diabetes, uh, maybe just a nutritional deficiency, or 
a side effect of medication. Some of these can absolutely come across as dementia, but getting a proper diagnosis would be key um, to make sure that they know that. And if they do have Alzheimer's, we now have some amazing treatments that can help with that early stage Alzheimer's. So again, just the importance of making sure people are getting diagnosed. And, and finally, one of the things that we focus on too is just spreading the awareness of this disease because there are people that are at a higher risk. We know that blacks are twice as likely as whites to develop Alzheimer's disease. Uh, Hispanics and Native Americans are 50% more likely than whites. And what is near and dear to me is for women, I'm at a higher risk. Um, Mm. We account for about two-thirds of all cases of Alzheimer's. You know, speaking of someone in my 50s, people in their 50s, 60s, 70s can be pretty stubborn. So if a family starts to see some of these symptoms and somebody's maybe not necessarily willing to go, oh, sure, I'll go to the doctor and tell them everything that's going on. How do you how do you handle that? How I would handle that is calling that helpline, because that Mm. is probably one of the number one questions they get is, you know, a family member that just can call the helpline and just talk to one of my colleagues and say, hey, I'm noticing this about my loved one. I really think that I need to get them into the doctor. They're not going to go, you know, and just kind of to talk through that because they will help them, um, you know, be able to talk through what is that next step or be able to ask more questions, more clarifying questions so that, you know, the person calling can really have a better understanding of, um, you know, if they do really need to get them in to be diagnosed. One of the things you mentioned right at the beginning was the purpose of the Alzheimer's Association is global research. And I understand that we've kind of hit a milestone. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, my gosh, Mike, 2023. Gosh, what a year. Um, And I'm just, I'm so excited about this because, you know, and I've shared it, and I hope I haven't just been doom and gloom, but it is. It is a hard, hard disease, and we finally have this glimmer of hope and light um, that's shining on us. So this year alone, we now have two FDA-approved medications, that have been proven effective in slowing the progression of Alzheimer's disease uh, in individuals that have that earliest stage of Alzheimer's. And this is huge because up to this point, every treatment that has come out focuses on the symptoms. It hasn't gone after the disease Mm. itself. Mm -hmm. So we're finally going after the disease. Is it a silver bullet? No. Are we headed in the right direction? Absolutely. And so that is very exciting. We also, just last week, um, celebrated a monumental achievement, um, and that is the Alzheimer's Association hit an astounding $100 million of investments wow. in research in this year alone. Wow, just this $100 year. $100 million. Just wow. this year. And, and that's, so, that's paying off because we've got uh, a couple of things that are a little bit of a glimmer of hope here. It is paying off. Um, it is paying off. And that's what's exciting is, you know, having these initial treatments come out. We've got another one that probably within the next three to six months, we're going to be hearing um, how, you know, what how it is impacting the Alzheimer's disease. We have a lot of amazing research that's happening. And so this is just just the beginning. So it's so exciting. Um, we've had some great wins with research, but also our last kind of big win this year was with the Centers for Medicaid and Medicare Services, CMS, and they gave their full approval for broader coverage of this newest drug that just came out, uh, Lakembi. And so, you know, it's one thing to have these amazing treatments. It's another, we got to make sure people have access to them. So that was just kind of hitting that home run 
um, for 2023. So it's it's been a good year. And I would imagine that there's more information about all of those drugs at ALZ.org. Absolutely, yes. We won't get into the weeds of each one and how it works and the science will put everybody to sleep. But if you're really fascinated <laughs> with that, we you can definitely go to ALZ.org to find out more information. And if you have a family member you're caring for, I'm sure that's something that you'll want to get very informed about. One of the great events you do is the Longest Day Campaign, which uh, is around summer solstice in June, which we are just about as far away from as we can possibly be with winter solstice just around the corner. But there's a reason that we should be thinking about that longest day campaign as the days are actually getting shorter. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, the longest day campaign, it really is about just turning your passion into purpose, right? And what I love about, you know, Maddie and the team at Christmas in Color is that's what they're doing as a company is, you know, they are you know, bringing Christmas in color and being able to support the Alzheimer's Association. So as you know, you said, longest day, it is the day with the most light. It's the summer solstice. But we also know that for those battling dementia and their caregivers, every day is the longest day. And so the longest day is a way for individuals and uh, families and companies like Christmas in color to help us fight the darkness of Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm and all other dementia um, by doing, you know, fundraising activities. So Christmas in Color, you know, them providing that code that allows a person to support the mission is amazing. Uh, You can do something as simple as, I mean, we're going into the winter months, right? So having fun sledding or bringing people together for chili and hot cocoa. I mean, you really can turn anything into a fundraiser um, and all of those funds just to help us continue to advance that care and support and research um, and I did for those battle s- And I did see on the website that there is a very attractive long sleeve winter kind of shirt that you can get <laughs> if you get a little bit of a head start on your fundraising for the longest day campaign. How do we get that shirt? I love that you saw that. Yes, <laughs> in fact, that ties in with the winter solstice, right? The December 21st. So for anyone that uh, registers uh, for the longest day and raises $200, by December 21st, we'll earn a limited edition long sleeve uh, half zip pullover. And that's our winter solstice challenge. So to register, it's very easy. Just go to alz.org and you will see it there on our main page to sign up for the longest day. And Maddie, thank you for hanging in there. We want to talk one more time about Christmas in color and this wonderful thing you're doing. So for those that maybe didn't, didn't hear earlier, give us again the, the explanation of what Christmas in color is. Yes, Christmas in Color is Santa's favorite Christmas light show. <laughs> um, we're synced to music. We've got over a million lights. We've got tunnels. Um, we've got singing characters. It's a great way to stay warm in your car, see the lights of the family. And tickets are per car, which is great because you can pile as many people in your car as you want and come and see the show. And it's in, happening in South Jordan at the Bastion Center. And uh, you can get tickets by going to christmasincolor.net and then just click on the South Jordan location. It'll take you right to tickets. And like you mentioned, it's only $35 a car. And that's, you know, Utah cars, that's going to be a Suburban with 20 people in it, perhaps. Right. So it's a good deal. And then there's an additional party pack you can buy. And then there's like a don't have to wait in line kind of thing happening there as well. But you're actually going to give some money back to the Alzheimer's Association. Tell us how that works. Yes. So if you use the code ALZ2023, 20% will go of your ticket will go back to the Alzheimer's Association. Come the week of tw- November 26th to December 2nd, the week after Thanksgiving, use that code ALZ2023. 
that we can give some back to the Alzheimer's situation and help shine a light on this terrible disease. I love that. And that would make me feel better about spending the extra 15 bucks for the party pack, knowing that 20% of that is also going to the Alzheimer's mm-hmm. Association as well. ALZ yeah. 2023, mm-hmm. and it's the week after Thanksgiving. Uh, thank you so much for doing that. Stacy. before we wrap up, um, I know that we mentioned kind of the, the resources that are available to people fighting Alzheimer's disease and their caregivers at ALZ.org. Give us kind of the big picture, though, of what we'll find on that website. Yeah, on our website, um, definitely access to a lot of education, um, you know, education that you can read about, videos that you can watch, um, programs, you know, that you can sign up just to learn more about a specific, you know, disease support groups, of course, both local and what we have that's available virtually. Um, a lot of just information services, uh, information about the disease itself, and then just all the different ways uh, that you can be involved with our mission, as well as where do the donor dollars go? Mm-hmm. So you can see all the incredible research that's going on um, and what's in the pipeline and what our incredible advocates are doing to advocate at a local and national level um, to help us continue to you know push this mission forward so there's a lot of great information on the website and there's also a chat feature so you know if you're someone that just you know you don't want to pick up the phone and talk to someone but you just have some quick questions you can just pop it into the chat and someone's there to assist as well very handy and it's alz.org and if you want to get to the local page alz.org slash utah we've been speaking with executive director stacy culp from utah chapter of the alzheimer's association and maddie saunders doing wonderful work with christmas in color their website is christmasincolor.net and again it's the week after thanksgiving alz 2023 is the code thank you so much for uh, both of your time today and for digging deeper into this issue. Thank you for listening to All Along the Wasatch with Mike Parsons. If you would like to submit a request to be a guest on the show, please email mparsons at ksl.com. That's mparsons at ksl.com.